We are Shell and Aaron Odom, founders of A Radical Relationship. Our testimony is one of redemption from divorce, addiction, and witchcraft. Here at A Radical Relationship, our mission is to empower men and women to go deeper in their relationship with God, self, others, and their calling through self-examination first. Let's get into it. All right, lovely friends. Today I am joined by my lovely friend, Brittany Pruitt, and the crowd goes wild. Look, look, let me be messy. Should I say prophetess? <laughs> you said not quite. That has not been released yet. <laughs> you said more to come. We're still exploring, We're exploring. some areas of our faith. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. New, new information. <laughs> yes, so um super excited to have Britt on the podcast today. It's been a long time coming for sure. Mm-hmm. We have journeyed together over so much through so much. <laughs> um, in a short amount of time. In a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things where like because you've been through such intense seasons mm-hmm. together, you're like immediately bonded yeah in a way that could take years to build sure. you know with friendships For so sure. yeah yeah definitely was a divine connection yes we love those <laughs> so Britt um introduce yourself tell the people a little bit about who Brittany Pruitt is yes hola hola Come I'm not Hispanic <laughs> I am in my heart uh yeah Brittany Pruitt is my name Born and raised in Memphis. I am a mother and a wife and a worship leader. And gosh, the Lord. I love the Lord. I love the Lord with all my heart. And I love connecting with people. And um, yeah, there's so much I could say, but that's just a little bit. That's a little snippet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, our friendship, we kind of describe ourselves as me being the head and Britt being the heart. Yes. What Enneagram number are you? Four. Four, and I'm a two, I think. Yes. I think I'm a two wing one. <laughs> so if you know anything about Enneagram, then that, that'll give that you some explain. level of insight Yeah, into <laughs> yeah. what it is. Yeah, so I wanted to um, just kind of spend some time talking through our friendship mm-hmm. Um and really just sort of see where the spirit leads. So I think that for starters, um, our two paths kind of merged where we were both coming out of seasons that God really called us out of. Like we had been a part of a diff- different church communities um, for extended periods of time. And we both met at Pioneer Church, <laughs> um, which is where we both landed coming out of those seasons, which was kind of our 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 landing ground our safe space Mm -hmm. in that season and I remember one of my first services being there and um because of the way that you were already so into the service I thought like oh let me introduce myself to her she clearly goes here you know and ask her like how are things and you're like actually no I'm checking out the church too and I'm like oh you up in here in the thick of it I'm thinking that you already a member or something (laughs) yeah so let's start there um tell us a little bit about what was kind of happening for you in in making that transition from where you were to Pioneer Church? I remember becoming a mom right before the pandemic hit. 
So then I was a stay-at-home mom, which was my plan, but then it really became no other option. Mm. So the world had been streaming services for 2020 and 2021 pretty much. So around that time, I had just been processing with the Lord and asking him, like, okay, is it time for a transition? I had been part of a church community for about 10 years. And I remember that summer right before we met, I think around August, September, I, it was one day I said, Lord, I don't want to go to church online anymore. <laughs> like mm. I want to be with people. So why not just take my kids and see? Mm-hmm. So I Googled. We like to say, for those of us who go to Pioneer, it's a Google ministry. <laughs> Several of us have looked at Google to find Pioneer, and the Lord has led us there. So, yeah, I just felt like it was time for something new. Check to see if they had childcare. I literally typed in Spirit-Filled Diverse Church in Memphis. And Pioneer came up and looked at their reviews and what they were about. And I was like, okay, I'll check it out. And we went there. And the first service, I just remember being like, mm, yeah, I want to join. I think they even mentioned our Journey 101 <laughs> class. And I was like, yeah, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to take the plunge. And we've been there ever since. It's been about two years now, almost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting um, the role that COVID plays and mm-hmm. really even just giving us that time to really think through what do we want because yeah. you, you mentioned being at your church for 10 years. I had been at my church for maybe six or seven years at that point. And sometimes it, it becomes so much of what you know that mm-hmm. until you're forced to consider, mm-hmm. you know, is this what I would choose now? Yeah. Um, I actually forgot to mention, I did, when when churches started opening back up in person, I did go back to that church one time with my kids to see, mm. like to kind of test, okay, is, is God really calling me out of this place, like transitioning? And I went to the service and I felt like it was done. I just remember mm. going, it's done. Like mm-hmm. this is time. And that was it. And I was like, okay, on to something new. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, we um we connected a little bit at one of the church services and then um both got involved pretty quickly mm-hmm. in a leadership capacity there, which is funny, right? I know. And so we're at um like the leadership retreat 2021. Mm-hmm. And um I'm being me and I'm asking the questions, okay? I need to know. Yeah. We were both getting I think I sat down, just got my food. And she came over to me. And I thought she was cool in general. So I was like, okay, I'll get to know her. But she just came over. <laughs> and she'll ask very pointed questions, which I actually like. But she's very straightforward. And I don't remember what you asked. Probably, yeah. So tell me your journey about da-da-da. Or tell me mm-hmm. what the Lord's doing. And I was just like, oh. Okay. <laughs> we going there. All right. Not talking about the food or weather first? Okay, let's do it. All right. So, yeah, it formed from there. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I remember... Um, even throughout that weekend, just a lot of those bonds being formed where like we're sitting over at the table chatting and someone else comes over. They're like, what are you talking about? I'm like, oh, she just told me about it. And I'm like, oh, my God. OK, we're here. Let's talk. Yeah. And so um, I think a lot of seeds were planted there. And so in, for, for me coming into Pioneer, one of the things that was so important was um, that, that there be a community of discipleship. Mm-hmm. That was something that um, my previous church did really well in terms of making sure that those relationships were there and in those peer and top down discipling relationships. And so I was just like, man, I, I got to be sure that like I hold to that, you know, where I'm going with this. 
<laughs> and so I started praying. I'm like, man, God, I don't, I don't have to have the whole shebang that I had in my last church. Like I still have really close friends. Those are also uh, women who hold me accountable in the faith. I don't, I don't need all the things. I just need one. That's, that's literally my prayer. Just show me one person, <laughs> Father, that I can be in discipling relationship with. And lo and behold, he puts Brittany Prude on my heart. We were on my couch. And Shell, <laughs> yeah, gave her spiel and basically was like, yeah, so I thought of you. Like, will you disciple me? And I remember being like, Ugh. because in my mind, I think people have different understanding of like, yeah. what dis- discipling someone yeah. means. And I just took that as a very formal, mm-hmm. serious thing. I also thought I'm only a couple of years older than you, blah, blah, blah. And I would say throughout our friendship, we both have discipled each other. And I just think mm-hmm. about the Great Commission and what does it mean? Like we're both following Jesus and we're also like sharpening each other in a way, following each other, teaching each other, admonishing each other mm-hmm. at the same time. Um, and so, yeah, but I, re- I remember that. It was, but it was really sweet and I got to see your heart too. And I was like, okay, Lord, is this a new, like yeah. a new connection, a new friend? Yeah. Well, you hit that um, first switch behind you to cut off this one thing. Yeah, I um, I remember the thing that stands out to me is that you were quiet, which now I understand. And you were like, just help me better understand, like, why me? I said that. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, that makes like, sense. Uh, and, I'm, and so I'm going on and on about all the things, you know, having even admired you from afar. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, I think you were just so humbled. Mm-hmm which was so sweet, you know, that's such a, it's nice to be on the receiving end of that when you put yourself in a position to ask someone to disciple you as opposed to the, well, I've been waiting for you to, you know, (laughs) type of thing. So that was just a really sweet moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Literally where it all began on the couch at Alta Vista. That's where it all began. Yeah. Wow. 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 And so much has happened. So I can't even begin. We can't even begin to tell you, which is why we're going to have to do more episodes. Literally. Like the way that God, what God has done in our friendship and in our lives yeah. is wild yeah. in such a short amount of time. We're like, whoa, Lord. Okay. We are, we're going to deep and we're going really fast and oof, let's go. Yeah. We're here guys. We're in the thick, the thick of life. I mean, man, in just this year alone, what, what yeah. month is this? This is July. July. So we were friends. Bef- we, we've been friends for more than a year now at this mm-hmm. point. Um, but in just the year long, it's like, do you want to talk about marriage? Do you want to talk about going deeper in the spiritual gifts? Do you want to talk about deliverance? Do you want to talk about being called such and such? Do you want to be talking like how Dreams many things? How many? <laughs> I, I, Where you want to talk about the upper room? Like, what is it that you want to talk about? Because there's so many facets of our relationship. <laughs> yeah so we um from that moment on we were just I think intentional you know we just continued to be really involved in each other's lives spending time together hanging out um one of the things that comes to mind when I think about our friendship Brit which I'm just so grateful for is that I feel like we both allowed ourselves to be really exposed to each other early on Mm -hmm. You know, I don't feel like we really had a warming up phase. No. We literally was just. 
we and now that I think about it, I'm like, we really didn't date. No. We were like, yep, you're in my life. No Here we go. We're committed. <laughs> we're in this thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then just seeing even just a, a smaller community that has formed around that as you've brought in different friendships mm-hmm. that you have and we've formed different connections at Pioneer Church together. Um, and now just to see, we always say when it comes to the Alta Vista crew, like it literally just started with a couple people on the couch in the living room, just um, hungry. Like there was a attention to the fact that God was doing something new in this season. And we were just like, just willing to explore how deep For sure. that would go. Yeah. Yeah. I think hunger is a good word, even for... I really do believe that God has like sent us mm. to pioneer. Mm-hmm. Um, and even though we have unique callings, yes, there's a hunger that many of us have to grow in our knowledge of the Lord, to go deeper in the things of the spirit with each other and to really forsake the bondage of, tradition okay religion okay okay (laughs) she said it yeah i think i mean with us getting to know each other better in in our community i think there's been several of us who have grown up in the church and we just realized like the rituals and the way we've been going about it it's not really working Mm. it's not working as far as the health of your soul and the health of church and 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 i think like that's we've made an idol out of church and not really knowing jesus Mm. and so i think a lot of us were just realizing we don't want that and we're tired of that and also i don't think god wants that and there has to (laughs) there has to continually be more and so that's just been one thing that's been really refreshing um is being able to find that um and begin to explore that together yeah and especially for us, because that is one thing both of us have in common is parts of our past has been really heavily influenced by legalism. Mm. And that has mm-hmm. been a journey. We yeah. found that early on that the Lord yes. really has. There's been so many layers to that, but just delivered us from the bondage of that, which is interesting because Paul even talks about it mm-hmm. to not that you can submit yourself into that under that yoke again, even Mm. though you're a spirit filled believer, like if Mm -hmm. you don't submit yourself under the spirit of Liberty, you can still be under a yoke of bondage with legalism, which he's big on. I think that's actually one of the shoot hardest, deepest forms of bondage. Yeah. For a Christian. Yeah. Um, along those same lines, I think one of the things that has made our friendship so sweet I think the best one-liner that sums it up is this. If I'm crazy, then we all crazy. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. I just feel like we have been yeah. the depths of the things that we've been exploring and, and experiencing together and just being aligned in this season and, and being called out of a place into deeper depths that not everybody is going to understand that, we both learn who and what we can communicate to who about what, because some yeah. things just need to be protected to have a partner in the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. I'm like, Lord, <laughs> it's 
real, guys. It's real. You need one. <laughs> you need a partner in the season. Yeah, yeah. Man, that's so good. So that's something that I just really appreciate because, you know, it, it's one thing to be out here on the faith journey and to have to do it alone, not even necessarily because you choose to, but but because that may be the season that God has you. And sometimes there are things that it's like, man, it's just me and God. I, I experienced that a lot when I went through my divorce. Mm-hmm. It was a me and God season. Yeah. But in this season, it's a it's a me and divine connection season. It is. And I'm grateful for that. Oh. <laughs> it's very imperative. Yeah. yeah. The Lord's been moving in that so sweetly. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I'm crazy, we're all crazy. Yeah. So crazy let's day. talk about that a little bit. Talk okay. to me about um, what what difference being in community in this season of your life has made as opposed to if you had to journey this season just like a you and God season. How do you feel like things would have been different? I think one thing that has been really kind of the Lord and really helpful for me is affirmation Mm, because it's one thing when the Lord speaks to you and you know, you hear his voice, my sheep hear my voice. They follow me. They know my voice. And then when he affirms it Mm -hmm. with the people you're doing life with, Oh, he showed you that. Well, he showed me that too. Or he showed it to me in this way. And then you're like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You hear too? Yes. Okay. It's right. He's speaking. Yeah. Yeah. You get it. I get it. So that has been, it's been like a, like a spiritual ping pong Mm -hmm. match kind of, um, where someone will get a vision about this or someone will, God will illuminate scripture in this way and we'll pray about this and someone will have a dream about this. And it's just so beautiful to see the same God through the same spirit speaking to us and Mm. affirming each other as we walk out our faith. So that's been huge. Yeah. Um, I think that that speaks to um, something we were talking about last night at your house when you mentioned, and we just going to go there. We, We mentioned how sometimes... Is it possible for people to try to cling too closely to scripture? What do you mean, Shell? <laughs> <laughs> so, so we can dive into yeah, that at a different yeah. point. Mm-hmm. But th- this idea that when you start to go deeper in the things of God and not everything feels super explicit in scripture mm-hmm. and you're having this tug of war of like, I mean, the scripture doesn't say it's not a thing, but it's not explicitly saying it's a thing. And people, you know, with the theological backgrounds can really, you know, draw this out, all of those things. And we've all experienced that in different components. And I would love to dive into some of those things um, on a different podcast episode. But I think what you just spoke to is kind of a, a cure for that, because as I mentioned last night, I think. A lot of people who tend to be conservative may be conservative out of out of fear because it's like, well, if people trying to operate in too much of a liberty, how outside the bounds do they go with scripture? But this is a situation where it's like, well, because we're in community, the Holy Spirit is confirming through witnesses (laughs) that we're not crazy. Right. And it may not be explicitly shown in scripture, but that does not mean that it goes against Mm-hmm. the nature of God, the heart of God, the right. things that we do, the truth of God that is shown in scripture. And also I think what you said, we have to take into account, we have the living spirit of God 
who is That's a person who lives say. inside of us. Mm-hmm. So he is going to yep. affirm and convict. He is going to give you that, uh, I don't know about that. And so yep. especially if you're doing that in the context of community and it's not just you, you're less likely, I think, to uh, give in to the schemes of the enemy um, and stay in a double-minded situation. You really are going to have like, well, we have the same spirit. So mm. what is he saying to you and to you and to you? And do we see a thread here? And how does yeah. that line up with scripture? But at the same time, like I said, there are going to be some things and some experiences and encounters that are so unique to our relationship with him mm-hmm. um, that that aren't in there and that that's okay. Yeah, man, I love that so much because um, especially coming from the background that I come from, I've seen so many people try to either deconstruct alone mm-hmm. or deconstruct with people who just think the same way that you do yeah um or who are in a similar place that you're in and I think that's one of the um, beauties of the friendship that we have and the community that we've had the opportunity to to cultivate is that one just personality wise is a little bit everything going on I I, oftentimes (laughs) when we're at your house I think it's funny because it's like three black girls three white girls and Brittany the mixed chick in the middle (laughs) literally (laughs) Biracial people, okay? I'm both. Literally, the glue. Oh, you're right, though. I'm looking, I'm thinking back, you're right. Literally. It's beautiful, seven. Yeah, and we're we're different, you know, personality-wise and all of that, but also this journey that we've been on together and just exploring things with God, um, we've been able to do that together. Like we've been able to question together, to yeah. wrestle together, to give each other insight into what we feel like the spirit is saying to kind of bounce that back and forth. It's the spirit laying anything on your heart. And I think that that's just a beautiful depiction of that. That's also deconstruction for us is, mm-hmm. is deconstructing the legalism and, and being able to step outside boundaries that we created in our relationship with God. Yeah. Um, in the name of the Bible. (laughs) Um, But we've been able to kind of journey together through this process of what God is doing and allow ourselves to be checked if necessary. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not, I care so much about this thing that I'm pushing away the opinion and community of others because I just, I'm absolutely right in what God is leading me in. So I will say that (laughs) that is something I've admired about you and have learned from you. That's a way that you've sharpened me in our friendship because in my default, like, okay, in the context of legalism, in my default, in my flesh, I'm the worst Pharisee ever. So I am about the rules. Mm. I want to know what's right. And that has even come up like there have in our friendship even where there are time. <laughs> there was a time we don't have time to get into it in this episode, but watched came across a video, a YouTube video. And then I just started going into a downward spiral because my and my fear was, what if I'm wrong? What if mm-hmm. this is right? If this person's right, then that means I've been leading people astray. And that means this. And I remember Shell just so calmly saying, Britt, that sounds like legalism. <laughs> <laughs> and, but not only that, like with, with Shell, um, something I've just noticed about you and learned about you is you're able to take in information 
objectively and even take the time to listen to people you listen to people very well Mm. but that doesn't mean you have to change your paradigm it doesn't mean you even have to change your beliefs it doesn't mean you even have to agree you can just take it in in that moment Mm. and then you can take that back and there's some things where you're just like no that's a non-negotiable you already know that then there are other things where you're like hmm i actually never thought about that i'm just have to pray about that and see Mm. and that is something that has helped me Mm. because for years even growing up i would always just take in have the intake of information and then go well are they right Mm. right?" it just was always are they right am i right you Mm -hmm. know that kind of thing so now i can kind of take a step and be like let me just put it in my journal talk Mm. talk about it later with the lord yeah, yeah that's good i was having a conversation with myself yesterday <laughs> <laughs> so why that sometimes talk me with you look all this stuff y'all been saying about <laughs> but yeah i was having this dialogue with myself and i was saying i think that i'm just not interested in debating debatables hmm. you okay that's good that's good. You know, that's good. I'm just not interested because mm. I I do believe that we're gonna all get to heaven one day and be like, you yeah, I didn't I didn't agree that like the gifts of speaking in tongues was for today, but I'm I'm still here. Right. I didn't think that Christians could be demon possessed, but I'm I'm still here. Oh. I did think that Christians could be demon possessed, and I'm still here. Mm. I thought that the prophets were for today. You didn't cool Mm. i i think we'll both be there because those are those are debatables yeah i don't believe jesus is son of god and we and we want (laughs) right we want to make we want to make non-essentials essential essential. that's where the tug of war comes in that i i want you to Mm. also agree with me that this non-essential thing is how it should work and it's like or can we all kind of be in community and coexist and be brothers and sisters in christ and Accept each other's differences? What? That's hard. It's hard. It's hard. And I mean, I'm thinking about the letters of New Testament authors in the Bible. And they had fights and conflicts about, for example, spiritual gifts was a huge one. Yeah. And that's still what's happening even now. Yeah. So, but that, hmm, that's good. You know what somebody said to me the other day? I don't even remember who it was, but they said that one of one of the sad realities of what church has become is that we are creating communities around the things that we agree upon mm. as opposed to just simply being in communities. Like, let me gather people who also feel and think the same way that I do and let us be a church because that's what denominations are. Mm. <laughs> denominations yeah. are communities of people who agree on the non-essentials. Yeah. Or us upholding those things more than just Jesus. And right. Mission. Right. And how we do that and how he's going to, how that's going to play out in our lives is going to look different and unique. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So that is interesting. Just, just making that space within community. Even I go back to a conversation that we had, um, in a group text with another mutual friend of ours and me saying like, yeah, I gotta be honest with you. I don't really rock with Trump like that, you know, mm-hmm. like, eh. but since you my friend and I trust you, I'm gonna listen to this right. video, yeah, you know, and then her being able to share her heart and me being able to share my heart and my initial trigger said, mm, it's giving conservative, you right, know, right. but to be able to express that and then to hear her heart and for her to be able to express, these were the things that I thought were beneficial. Okay, cool. I trust you yeah. <laughs> and the Holy spirit in you. Let me open myself up to that. 
turns out great video, you know? So those sorts of things, I think even that is is an example of that's not something that we have to be like, okay, we're going to be friends. We got to really figure out like you're going to choose this side or that side because this is really how I feel about that. Or if not, we can't be friends, you know? Um, So, yeah, I just think, man, what we have is is so beautiful. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, so many men and women don't have that. I, I hear even working with life coaching clients all the time that they have, you know, a core group of friends that they ain't even really friends for real. They had no, they know how to kick it real good, mm-hmm. you know, and rah-rah support each other. But in the thick of it, yeah. in the back of their head, there's this, are these my people, though? Can I say something about that real quick? Absolutely. Two things regarding that. Pray earnestly for friends like that. Mm. God will answer that for you. And submit yourself to the Lord. If you are in a place where that is something you need, submit yourself wholeheartedly, first of all, to the Lord. Your relationship with him is top notch. And then earnestly ask him and keep asking, seeking and knocking Hmm. for him to send you. When I say like minded, just like not about the non-essentials, like minded in the things of the Lord and how you want to grow deeper with him. You want to be surrounded by people who will do that as well. And he'll answer that, I'm telling you. So, yeah. Yeah, that's good. I'm going to take that as a soundbite. Little yeah. little piece of advice from Brittany Pruitt. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, how would you, this may be a complicated question because mm-hmm. as your friend, I know there's so many things. Mm-hmm. But what would you say are some of the most notable ways that your relationship with God has evolved over the last year? Hmm. I know, right? You're like, man, it's so much. Uh, one thing. Hearing his voice. I don't know if it would necessarily be hearing his voice more clearly or just recognizing that I, the affirmation of I do hear his voice. And maybe those are, I'm kind of saying the same thing. Um, or just trusting that I do hear his voice, that I am his sheep and I am hearing his voice. Mm. That has been, that's been very, that's been different for me. I mean, even when we, in the month of March, this year, in the month of March alone, I had more dreams that the Lord gave me mm-hmm. than I've ever had in that one month. And actually, that was the month we were fasting as mm-hmm. well. That Is that when was, we did the sugar fast? Yeah. Okay. That month was crazy. And deliverance happened. That month was crazy. That month was crazy. Whoa. <laughs> I look back at You see, I had to ask, like, well, what if was I we even doing? Because it's been so much. That was. Yeah. That month was crazy. Um, him continuing to show me. And I would say this even within the last full year. Him really. Anchoring me. In who he is. Like. I think there comes a time where we each have to be so anchored in who God is and that he's not like anybody or anything else. Mm-hmm. And when you know that, when people are fickle, because they will be, you will be, when circumstances change, you can be affected by it, but you won't be like uprooted by it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's been a huge evolving factor for me within this year of God really showing me that and my roots going down deep into him as an anchor. Um, I think also just he's 
he's exciting me Mm. (laughs) like in the ways that he's speaking and showing himself not just to me but to my friends and how he'll speak through moments or nature or just my children just different things so there's a piece of wonder that's happening Mm. as well with the lord and i think he's also just like awakening that childlike faith in me again Mm. um so i would say those are a couple of things that come to mind yeah what about you yeah i was thinking about that um i think i would definitely echo just um feeling more confident Mm -hmm. in in being able to to um just having a confidence of like those personal revelations and things that i receive from god in ways i feel like he's speaking to me directions he's leading me in feeling more confident that like I don't necessarily need y'all to mm-hmm. affirm it. Um, but the fact that you can't affirm it is great, you know, but I don't feel like I need it mm-hmm. anymore. I think there used to be this like, well, you know, if, if, if my disciple don't agree, mm-hmm. if my friends don't see it the same way, then maybe I'm on the wrong path. It's like, yes. or God didn't reveal it to them. He revealed it to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know and you know being aware that like some people might use that as an excuse to do that crazy thing you know and time will tell is how I feel about that if they're kind of off the rocker a little bit (laughs) um so that has been really big for me um just all the ways that we've been going deeper in the spiritual gifts and just all the things deliverance um speaking in tongues visions dreams um being on one accord even just as what we feel like the spirit how the spirit is moving corporately spiritually mm-hmm. um all of that is just like new territory for me yeah. I, I grew up around those things but not always in a context that I felt was genuine and was of the Lord it felt very much more so charismatic than um Holy Spirit led and then I went to the other end of the spectrum where it was like well, we don't, yeah. we don't even deal with yeah, all that. Yeah. And now coming back and finding this balance of diving into that, but also not allowing my relationship with God to exist in a place where it always has to be that. Yeah. And just holding that space yeah. for both that like, man, there has been super dynamic times when demons are straight up manifesting and the visions coming from everywhere and the dreams are here and the words from the Lord and all of that. And then there are times that are just sweet, yeah. you know, and both are good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah. I think in that way, my relationship with God has just become just much more balanced. Now, if you ask my husband, he'd probably say she's still a little too conservative for me, but that's all right. The Lord is working on me. (laughs) Somebody tell my husband that the Lord is working on me (laughs) and to hold on, just hold on, hold on on a little while longer. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. So man, like, like I mentioned earlier there, um, so many directions that this could go and I want us to go there Mm -hmm. in the Lord's timing Mm -hmm. um about all the things Mm -hmm. because you and I have also witnessed how freeing it is for other people when people who we admire in the faith you know are just bold and like look this is this is where I'm at with it this is what my experience was y'all can do with that what you want to do with it Mm -hmm. it's been freeing for us and liberating for us to be like okay okay Um, and I, and I think that we're kind of all, all being the Alta Vista crew, 
we're kind of all in a season where we're we're just gearing up for the launch. <laughs> we're on the runway. We're on the airplane. It's already felt like a lot, but it's been a lot of preparation. Yep. And we haven't even, I feel like we haven't even hit the surface. Like we haven't even l- taken literally, off yet. Literally. Ooh. We've been boarding. We've been boarding. <laughs> Whoa. We starting to strap up as of today, actually. As of today, we're strapping up. <laughs> I just want this to go on the record. We're strapping up to as of continued. today. What's today? July 14th, 2023 <laughs> to be continued, y'all. Okay? Things yes. cannot be revealed yet, but they will be in time. Stay tuned. I just want to go on the record saying, as of today, we have officially sat down in the seats and put on the seatbelt. Okay? Today was that day holy that we holy. sat down in the seats. We put on the seatbelt and said, okay. What is my life? Ready for takeoff. Might be a little turbulence, everybody. Strap in. But here we go. Here we go. Yeah. We're going. And you know what? Something that's really cool for me in this season is um, all the ways that I get to be a friend to you that I've been able to receive deep friendship over the years I'm like wow God is so funny that I now literally get to be a friend to you you know in the same ways that friendship has meant so much to me and that's wild I mean in the same ways like it's one thing to be a good friend but in the same ways Lord yeah Yeah. (laughs) so God is just sweet in that way he's like look listen as it has been given to you go on go on out and be a good friend yeah Yeah, so friends are a gift dude yeah, I'm excited. Um, that goes without saying. <laughs> I'm just super excited to see. Because in, in all that God has revealed, there's still so much mystery of like, uh, what the heck are you calling us to? Where are we going? How is this going to look? How crazy is it going to get? Right. <laughs> that stuff exists. What? Like, it's just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I'm excited for us to have more of these conversations because I think, it's just such a good depiction of like, it's kind of like when you admire somebody in the faith and you meet them and they have this whole like, I ain't nobody special, you know, type thing. I think we can be that for people, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. that like to look at us and to see what we experience. And once they hear, you know, full testimonies and opportunities just to go in depth about the ways that the Lord has worked they people women in particular might be like whoa you know how can you be so and we're just like we literally we didn't have no formula we didn't have no strategy we didn't have no we were literally just walking day by day (laughs) with one another yeah just with hearts submitted to the lord yeah the holy spirit yeah and so that's what i would encourage um any women specifically with who may look at women like us who just seem so deeply rooted in their faith and you know all about God all the time and all of the things is it's really like man we've leaned in yeah, to yeah. the life experiences that have that God has placed before us to take us deeper and yeah. we have embraced friendship <laughs> and community as a part of that process and we've kind of always been like open palms like all right God you yeah. know here we are and and thankfully I got more people surrounded yeah. around me who have that same heart posture so if that's you just feeling like this this type of friendship feels so um unattainable or or this level of depth with God or being excited you know about your relationship with God in this way if all of that feels so far out of reach I want to encourage you that like 
we haven't done anything special. We've just leaned in. (laughs) We've just followed the next prompting. We've just followed the next thing Mm -hmm. to see where the Lord leads. And it's just been a beautiful journey of ups and downs, honestly. Mm -hmm. Amen. So one of the ways that I like to end conversations like this is to ask the question, what would you say to the girls like you? So, and there's so many different aspects that we could draw on when, when I say that to you, but specifically, um, to wrap up this conversation, I want to focus on, um, the legalistic Christian that you used to be. What would you say to someone who is kind of bound to the rules? Wow. Ah, keep wrestling with the Lord. Mm. That's what I would say. I think that actually goes against, um, it helps you break him out of the box and it, and it's, it can feel scary because the rules are inside of the box and God is in the box and the box feels safe. But in reality, mm. God's not in the box. Mm. Um, that's Come the law. On, and so when you take your question, when you wrestle with him, like Jacob wrestled with the Lord and you even say, I, I encourage you to journal. I love journaling, um, but God, I feel like there's more to you, but I'm actually really scared about discovering what that is, but could you just reveal yourself? But really, I think that I'm right. That's a wrestle. Like when you are even taking your questions and you're allowing yourself to even speak your doubts to him, Mm. that's a wrestle. And in that you find intimacy and in that you find vulnerability and in that you begin to find breakthrough mm. and healing. There's so much on the other side of that wrestle. So I would say give yourself permission to wrestle and keep wrestling with the Lord because he's going to show himself in the midst of that. Mm. I'm sitting here just like checking out your whole vibe and it's giving very much so like, oh my gosh, worship leader, free spirit, all the thing. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm excited um, to continue these conversations. Yeah. If there was anything that um, you heard in this conversation that, that kind of made you perk up a little bit and you're like, mm, talk about that a little bit more. Y'all kind of, y'all talked about it a little bit, but you didn't really talk about it. Um, let us know um, just what types of things that you would be interested interested in hearing about from two 30-ish year old women, mom, not mom, married women, all of the things. There's so many different directions we could take conversations in this season of our life. But yeah, if there's anything that kind of sparked your interest from this conversation, um, we'd love to just hear any of those topic suggestions. More to come. Until next time, folks, we are out. Bye, y'all. Did you know that money isn't the only way that you can support an organization? A review goes a long way. If this podcast helped you in any way or you just want to support us because you know we're your people, then help us spread the word. Let the world know that you're rocking with us and you think they should too. Share the podcast, leave a review, follow us on Instagram, subscribe to our YouTube channel, hop into the Facebook group, you know, whatever suits you. Until next time, folks, we are out. Bye, y'all.